1: 159 episodes on the new truth podcast. Holy shit. How to get him to show up for you per usual. Kate and I are very fired up about this topic, mostly because of course, our title is a little cheeky for you because this is the dating advice. We can't stand anything that sounds like (laughs) how to get him to commit, how to get him to show up. And we really recognize that of course, what you want, right? What all women want in relationship, no matter who they're in relationship with is to feel met right? Is to feel that there's reciprocity, to feel like someone cares about them, to feel like you matter. And most women have a really hard time receiving that and have a really hard time not trying to get a person to be different or get someone to show up for them. And so my first point of this episode is to stop fucking trying to get people to show up for you that most of the time the harder you're working at gets getting someone to show up The more they're either going to dig their heels in or just really not want to, because who wants to be controlled? And if you really pause long enough, who wants to feel that someone shows up for you because they feel obligated to versus someone who's actually enthusiastic to do so. So stop trying to get people to show up for you and instead have the boundaries and self respect that says, I only give my energy and attention to people who actually do show up for me.
0: Yes, yes, yes. In, and, and that goes for everyone in your life. And, you know, when you're talking about that, it just makes me think of how many women have those like project style relationships where, and I've done this before, for sure. And it, you did this with Jamie, it's like the hope that they will change. And, you know, it's hanging on to, to that idea that one day, you know, maybe if this changes or maybe when we get married, when maybe when we have kids, it'll change, he'll get better. Things will get better and things always get worse. I have so yeah. many clients who that that's what kept them moving towards a person that wasn't actually aligned for them is this fantasy that it'll get better when dot, dot, dot versus, Actually, how does it feel right now? And I have two questions for you. Are you showing up for you? Like, if you're not showing up for yourself, you're going to accept anything from somebody else. And usually it stems back to your childhood and what you went through as a kid. And if you grew up in a really, you know, dysfunctional home or toxic environment where you weren't, where nobody showed up for you as a little one, like probably your tolerance level is going to be a lot higher and you'll, you, you won't you be able to see as clearly, but a great place to start is start showing up for yourself in your life and saying yes to your yeses and no to your nose and, you know, taking care of yourself and doing things for yourself and listening to yourself. And like the more you investing in yourself, the more you prioritize you, the more more uh your tolerance levels will go down Mm. for the people who don't prioritize you because you're prioritizing you and then the second question is is he showing up for himself like if you're in a relationship with someone who isn't showing up for themselves you know in a healthy way taking care of themselves honoring themselves not you know listening to their truth not just People pleasing or or trying to, you know, make you happy. Like if you're with someone who's not actually honoring themselves, then how are they gonna show up for you oh God, in a way so that's good. authentic? In a way that's authentic, that feels good. You know, a lot of people show up for each other from their patterns, like people pleasing and bending and contorting, and then they feel deeply resentful underneath.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh my God, Kate, so fucking good. Cause I was thinking about the the this morning, actually,
1: I was thinking how so few women pay attention to how someone's showing up in their life long before they start thinking about whether or not they have feelings for them or like them or have chemistry, right? Mm -hmm. That if I could say the number one thing to pay attention to when you first start getting to know someone is get curious about how they are in their life. Because if a man can't lead his own life and isn't responsible for his own life, you better believe one, he's going to expect you to do so for him and now you're right. his mother or two he's definitely not going to lead you anywhere or take you out or pursue you or commit to you right but that that pain of trying to get people to be different and it's childhood um, neglect right like that's the root like if people didn't give you what you needed you now have a story of neglect and think it's your job to get other people to show up for you, convincing yourself, if I can just get this man to love me, if I can just get this man to be different, then I'll be healed. It's also a self-worth issue, right? Like if you operate from an connected to your self-worth as an advocate for your self-worth, you don't spend your energy this way. And in, you know, a lot of people keep commenting about this line I say in homecoming, where I say, walking into a relationship with someone who is toxic and not good for you is like taking your inner child's hand into a burning building and telling her it's going to be
0: okay. Yes.
1: And that usually hits home for a lot of freaking people because this is the transformation, right? This is actually how you do your childhood work. You become the parent you needed. You become the partner you need, which I love those two questions. Are you showing up for yourself? That's what it means, right? It's not this like esoteric bubble bath, getting your nails done, doing your hair, self-love bullshit, showing up for yourself is actually becoming who you've always needed, right? Becoming the person that you are proud of, becoming the person that does the difficult work of walking away from people who are not good for you. And anytime, time, this is one of the core signs of codependency actually. And if you are trying to get someone to do anything, a lot of women do that. I'm gonna get him to understand right the amount of things screenshots i've seen from women where they've had like 15 paragraphs they've sent to men like i promise you talking more to someone who's committed to not understanding you doesn't help. Learning the right language of how to say something appropriately to someone who is committed to not showing up for you doesn't help. You doing more work on yourself is actually not going to change the person who is committed to not changing. So to sum it back up into, you know, how do people change? Because I've said this on the podcast before, there's a difference between a moment in time and a pattern right? Like someone not showing up because they, right now, my husband just lost his mom. My husband's not really showing up all that great in my relationship right now. That is not, oh, I have to work really hard to get Andrew to show up. Andrew has a reason, but it's not a pattern in our marriage. It's a moment in time. Right. If you have a pattern yes. of someone not showing up, how people change is when they want to. Yeah. I need you to really feel that if you're listening to this right now, no one changes because they love you. No one changes because you've loved them. No one changes unless they want to. It happens from inside. And that's, of course, the message of our podcast. Like we're here for the women who listen to the podcast and say, from inside, I want to be different. I want to know my heroine. I want to know my authentic self. And I'm going to walk myself into the programs or into the coaching in order to make that happen, right? It's not like we are magic but we're not like in your homes dragging you to like do this work, right? Like it's coming from your own accord. So feel that for yourself and then recognize that's how it happens with anyone anyone you're in relationship with. And this this devastating thing for me is women thinking like if I just love him enough, right? My love will get someone Mm -hmm. to change or my effort will get someone to change. People change only when they want to. And you can then be there right? You can be an encouraging, you know, friend, you can be an encouraging and inspiring partner, but it has to happen from inside. And whenever you're in that getting someone to do something energy, you're actually pushing and forcing something to happen. And that never works out. I mean, you just said it too, about all of your stories, like never have I ever heard a story where a woman like through, you know, sacrificed everything in her life to get someone actually wait. We do hear these stories, right? She gives up everything and then he does get well. And then chances are he then leaves, Yeah, right? Because he just had a mother for a decade, right? Or he just had a cheerleader and now he feels great and then he leaves. So if that's your story, check that out, right? Of am I constantly giving all of my energy and attention away to people who don't want to and wait for the one who is enthusiastic about showing up for you rather than the one who feels obligated to do so. I promise it feels so much better.
0: It feels so much better. So much better. And I just think like when you're in a relationship where the relationship's constantly sucking your attention, like that is a tell your life force. If you're constantly like questioning the relationship, trying to figure out how to repair the relationship, trying to figure out how to get something that you're not getting from the relationship, it is the wrong focus because Mm -hmm. ultimately it's like this, the pressure expectation on the other person and on the situation trying to get something as opposed to as we always say taking full responsibility for yourself and for how and I have definitely witnessed women show up differently within a relational dynamic not even just with their partner with family dynamics in many relational dynamics where you change your inner world and your relationship with yourself and how you are showing up for yourself and watch the world around you change. And some people will evolve with you, but not when you're looking at them, wanting them to be different. I mean, think about all the times you've been in a relationship where people are looking at you, wanting you to be different and thinking you should work on this thing. And it's like trying to tell an alcoholic to quit drinking. Like the alcoholic has to hit rock bottom themselves in order to get that intrinsic motivation to do something different, it cannot come from the outside world, even if their intentions, even if they want to. And, you know, I know so many women like their partners have great intentions and want to change, but then consistently show up the same way over and over and over again, Um and you know, as women, we've been programmed since the beginning of time—well, for at least the last six centuries, apparently—in <laughs> in the patriarchal culture that we live in, we've been conditioned to be this—the savior, the the sacrificer, the one who, the one who's here to nurture the world and to put everybody else first. And so, of course, it's a, a often a woman's nature to end up in relationships where we want to help people, where we want to help them evolve instead of keep our attention and focus on ourselves. Like it is, it's so seductive for a woman to get into those kinds of relationships. And like you said, that that's, that is the dynamic when you're the self-sacrificer controller, saboteur archetypes, and you are trying to help um, a man or a woman, like whoever you're in relationship with, what ends up happening is you do become their parent. And then eventually you stop having sex and then you feel resentful. And then you, you know, you look at them and you want, to want to have sex but then sex becomes this mechanical thing and it's everything's forced and and you know awkward and and you go to therapy and try and fix it and ultimately it's because you're not taking responsibility for yourself you're taking responsibility for someone else's life and experience so when someone doesn't show up for you it's not about you Like that's such an important thing to remember. It's not, it's not about you and women internalize this. And then they want to change the other person's behavior. So they feel lovable. So they feel good enough. So they feel worthy. They think if I can get this man to love me, then I will be enough. But when we are chasing enoughness, chasing our worth, chasing lovability, we'll never feel it. It's a bottomless pit. It's a self-fulfilling prophecy. You have to shift your relationship within yourself and how you're living your life so that you create a life that supports you knowing you are enough, that connects you to your deeper self-worth that is already inside of you, that always is living inside of you, learning how to operate your life from that place and make choices that are honoring of your worth, that are honoring of who you are, that are honoring of yourself. And from that place, that's when you attract healthy relationships and the ones that don't meet you. And it's not a, it's not a hierarchy. It's not like you're better than the other person. It's simply just the wounds are leading or your soul is leading (laughs) or they're not exactly when the wounds are leading and you're in your protective mechanisms, you're going to have dysfunctional relational dynamics. Mm -hmm. And so when you learn to come from this deeper part within yourself doesn't mean your patterns are not going to be there, but you have, when you, when your commitment is to your relationship with you, you get to know your, I mean, working with Catherine or I, our clients know their patterns intimately and they can see like, which part is the saboteur or the little girl leading the relationship and which part is actually me, the sovereign woman. Mm-hmm. And when you can operate, make choices from the sovereign woman, as instead of letting the saboteur and the little kid drive your car, now you can make choices that are actually reflective of your self-worth and honoring of your self-worth and someone who actually can show up for you and give you and meet you where you are. It's not even give you something. There's no like the 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 reciprocity, the exchange is you are fully re- taking responsibility for yourself and you're showing up fully for you in your life. Therefore, you will meet someone and they will be doing the same, like when you are committed to yourself, because you can see clearly and you can, um, the, 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 tolerance level for me, it's even happens in friendships. Like I cannot feel met in a friendship unless a woman, actually, this was, I just finished doing an expanded love weekend for my clients in Vancouver. It was so incredible and it was all about sacred sisterhood. And one of the guidelines for sacred sisterhood is reciprocity is the, that the energy, but it's not like tit for tat. It's Mm -hmm. not like I did this for you. Why aren't you doing that for me? It's an energy exchange. It's feeling like I'm sovereign and inside of myself, you're sovereign inside of yourself. I'm in charge of how I feel. You're in charge of how you feel. And together we can meet each other and deepen in intimacy, and that happens in all relationships when you learn how to be a sovereign woman in your life. Oh my God, you're good, you. Aww. You're
1: good, <laughs> <laughs> you. <laughs> it was so good, my that's my favorite thing. the The tolerance level goes. Yeah goes down. And at the end of the day, if you are exhausted around dating, if you're exhausted in your relationship, if you can't feel your life force, it's most likely because you're tolerating a lot of crap. And I always come back to, you know, we can't look around our home as children and say, okay, it sucks here. My needs aren't going to be met here and I'm going to leave. You can as an adult And I wanna be really clear that a boundary is not telling someone what to do, right? It's not saying, I need you to stop drinking. I need you to text me more. I need you to ask me out. I need you to do this. It's a boundary is if you don't stop drinking, I'm not going to be able to be in this relationship. If you keep yelling at me, I'm going to hang up the phone, right? Notice it's not, I'm never spending any energy getting someone else to change their behavior. And it is massive work for women because not only is it that our, you know, our worth is connected to whether or not we're in a relationship or not. It's also that our work is saying, I don't, I'm not here to be a good girl and a helper and a nice, and a nice person, right? I'm here to be me and to let other people be themselves. Yes, And I can have the difficult conversations. Cause I think, you know, I, I, I'm really, maybe this is another episode watching just the conscious relationship language is now the new fairy tale mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and the level of pressure and perfectionism that women are both putting on themselves and on people that they start dating there is a difference between looking for self awareness and accountability and looking for perfection mm-hmm. so i also want to bring in what every episode includes which is compassion right i I mean, 17 breakups with the same person, right? Like I believed with all of my heart that I could get someone else to change, right? And shaming ourselves for our patterns, judging ourselves for what we've tolerated, judging ourselves for how we're showing up in dating is actually not how people heal. And it's certainly not how you get your needs met in your life. Loving yourself does not mean you feel good about yourself every single day. Loving yourself means I speak kindly to myself, I bring attention to myself in a warm and compassionate way. Loving myself actually means I get accountable to my behavior that's dysfunctional in my relationships and do the work. To change it, loving myself means I can look clearly at my past and without shame or judgment, but see how it shaped me, and then recognize that the greatest gift of all is that I can change instead of getting other people to change, I can change. And that was, I mean, that's how I became a relationship coach. I looked around and was like, okay, I am not destined to behave like this in relationship. Like I am not destined to feel like shit all the time, to be throwing myself at men, hoping that they like me. I can figure this out. And I think that's the core mindset. That's the only mindset. It's the victorious mindset instead of the victim mindset around dating and relationships. I can change. I can learn new things. I can build new um, patterns of behavior. I can lower my tolerance for bullshit. I can walk away from who and what is not good for me. And whether or not I'm in a relationship doesn't mean anything about me. Whether or not someone loves me back or not doesn't mean anything about me. And it is not your job to rescue men and save men from their work it's theirs. It's your job. You know, I found, I've said this like 15 times with every client this week. It's your job to live in alignment with your values. That's your job yes. as a sovereign woman. It's your job to know your deal breakers, know your values, know who you want to be in the world and let go of the rest. Cause other people are not going to show up. Other people are not going to be loving and kind all the time. Other people are not going to be like you. And that's not a reason for you to stop being who you are. It's not a reason for you to think that you've done anything wrong. There's going to be also lots of people who can. And I think that's the belief that I want to leave you with, because I think that's usually what's happening around the people that can't Mm -hmm. leave the toxic crap, right? Is they don't believe that there are people who can because they've never experienced it before, right? right? And so, but here's the thing. It's not, it's chicken or the egg first, right? It's the belief that things can be different that lead you to different, that you can't wait for someone else to prove you wrong. You have to decide that I can't possibly be destined to have table scraps in my relationships. I can't possibly be destined to be a martyr. I can't possibly be destined to only know dysfunction. That can't be what life wants for me, right? But I can change. And the belief that other people can show up for you, that your relationships can heal, that you can have great friends. That's the starting point for everything becoming more magical in your life.
0: Yes. And start with, start there, start with your, you're showing up for yourself and your, and your sisterhood. And like one of my clients was saying that she, we did an exercise that was about like, where has a woman hurt you? Where have you been hurt by women? And, and, digging into that and then what was my part and she was she had this she had this huge realization that she had been resentful towards her friends for not showing up in a certain way but then she realized she actually wasn't open to receiving support and she didn't mm. ask for it she just had all these expectations of her friends to behave in the way she does and so clean yeah. up your part in all your relationships, romantic relationships, friendships, notice like, okay, what is the thing that I'm upset about or triggered by? And like, what is it? What is my part? How am I contributing to that? Because when you learn to take full responsibility for your part, now you get to experience like, is this relationship actually healthy or not? You can't know if you just blame the other person, if you don't clean up your side of the street. So get intimate with these parts of yourself so that you know what you're contributing and how you're showing up. And then you'll know if something feels right or it doesn't feel right. It's so much easier when you show up for yourself in all your relationships and in your your relationship with you. So keep the focus on yourself, take the focus off the other person (laughs) and wanting them to be different and come home to yourself. This is the answer every week. Love you lots. And as always, share this episode with a woman in need and we'll see you next week.